Studios production. We will ride I am Lexus and I am playing Bridget aka Ida Mikado. I am Vic. I will be playing Adrian Mikado. Charlie, I'm playing Scatty Mikado. And I'm your DM, Joe. Welcome to Campaign 1 Bards of the Feather. What the fuck is that thing? And he points at like one of those little babies that are blowing fire. You guys are burning a lot of calories. I'll go ahead and make some cold meat sandwiches. Meanwhile, Adrian's back here. <laughs> Can you I believe in you! <laughs> I feel like I would have turned around within the time that I was in there. I would. I, I'm not just going to jump in and be like, huh, just a wall in here. These bad guys is gonna get it. <laughs> Doing good, kids. Love you, pride and joy type thing. Dita's just like, uh, right into it. Don't make him too rich to be boy. I've raised sociopaths, is what I've done. We'll make sure that your entire family is murdered tonight. Scatty's a fucking prick. And you, hey, buddy, you shut the, the fuck yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. back to you want to do what the podcast where dungeons and dragons sometimes happens i'm your dungeon master dm doug and tonight is going to be a special episode possibly someone lives someone dies who knows first we want to send some really quick love to some of our favorite people homie and the dude now you guys might remember ben awesome guy they've got something new coming out Sky Zephyrs. What is it? It's a shipbuilder that's being developed as a complementary alongside with Skip Kickstarter. There's going to be a pre-launch page, so of course anybody could get notified when it goes live. And anyone who wants to back in the first 24 hours, huge early bird discount. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Check it out. The Sky's effort, it's going to be an airship overlay for 5e. It's a labor of love. And honestly, I haven't seen it, but it sounds so amazing. So what uh, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to get started in just a sec. I want to send a little bit of quick love to the guys over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice for giving me the tools I'll be using to torture my players tonight. You want to hear it? <laughs> Next, I want to send some love to the guys over at the Real Fresh channel. You know them, you love them, and if you don't, you should be listening to them. Let's not all forget all those other amazing podcasts, people that we we could not forget. Uh, Adventure uh, with uh, 
Deadly Little Pete and all of them. The guys over at Gamma Radio, they're actually going for season five soon. Cannot wait. Uh, the guys over at Fey Earth, new episode just came out today. Season two, episode 28, The Loop Garu Part 2. I really, I, I haven't heard it yet. No spoilers. Uh, the guys over at Mission to Zix, nothing but stuff, nothing but respect for them. Oz9, also hilarious, rolling for what now? Snyder's Return, some of the best people there. And of course, we can't forget that uh, over the years, we've, we've had so many people and someone I'm so proud of. Dichotomy Games. That's right. They just had an exclusive set of dice made by Primus Sharp Edge Dice. There's only going to be one place you can get it. That's from Primus Sharp Edge Dice. Go looking for it. Get that pre-order in. I've already put orders in for dice, and I want more. Like my my inner dice goblin is is happy. Please do not. Your wallet looks your wallet looks dicey enough. Did I say wallet? Huh? Your wallet looks dicey enough here, man. My wallet looks... It's new! Yeah, it's gonna be empty soon. That's a me problem. Anyway, moving on. What we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be uh, getting started with all of our favorite people gathered around a very large, very ornate tree. You see a green gem, the beautiful shape of emerald, sitting in the middle with a gentle trickle of water. The water gently trickles out, leaving behind naught but clean, clear water flowing down the trunk. Oh, volume. Loud. There it goes. Flowing down the trunk. You notice the water begins to trickle off into the distance. You look, the teddy bear goes to a rock and sits down, its little wooden limbs clacking as it sits. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to go up to the... I'm going to go up to the teddy bear and give it a hug uh thank you for guiding us i'm going to land near the gem and i'm going to peck it in when it tries to shake it i'm sorry i could not hear a thing you said could you please repeat that i'm going to fly and land near the gem and i'm going to peck it in the body sorry still can't hear you you're really far away friend Oh, wait. Oh, much better. I'm going to go ahead and fly and land near the gym and peck at anybody if they try to take it out. Very well. So you go and you next to the gem, standing on a single small branch, able to support your weight. (coughs) Oh, pardon me. And you prepare to peck at anyone who gets close. DM. Yes? Can I run sleight of hand to try to steal the emerald? My, uh, 
Saxon is 28. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we you haven't got a sleight of hand the gem away. Hold on, I need to roll for it. No, no, I was just making sure that's what you want to do. Well, yeah, because Bickle Jr. needs it. This is to save Bickle. Uh, so, yes, I would like to, uh... Okay, I'm gonna roll my physical dice, guys. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> so... <clears throat> 32. Uh, so with the 32, um, Apollo, you're gonna have to make both a perception check... No, actually, just a perception check, because this is going to be a sleight of hand, and you're going to notice whether she can catch this thing or not. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's way more peaceful than Tim's option. <laughs> 31. She got you a 32. lost by one point. So, at the very, very edge of your vision, with not but the deftest of movements, do you see nothing? when you look back the gem in not but a blink is gone the water that was once flowing clear now turns a toxic black who is the closest party member near me um well if I were to take a look at the map here that would be Lula because you I just, was hugging the teddy bear. You were on the tree, and she's next to the tree. And I was hugging the teddy bear. Uh, shouldn't we have checked to see if if we should have taken that first? He's walking on it. You know this. You're okay. Doug, there's nothing yes. on the um, on the 3D game. Oh, one moment. Uh, give me just a moment to refresh it. All right, I'm refreshing the master. All right, I should yeah, start loading for you. Sorry. There's nothing, nothing here still. Oh, it's refreshing. Um, I'm refreshing it on okay. the server side.
Can you hear me? Uh, I'm gonna just. Yeah, I didn't catch that. <laughs> All right. So, yes, as the uh, as the water now turns a dark black, almost like a sludge flowing up all the way through the now rapidly decaying tree, as the entire forest around you begins to wilt, the teddy bear sound sees the forest is dying. And you see he puts his hands over his face as if he is crying. No. I I am going to react because I saw the gym was there and now it's not. And the closest one is I'm going to attack. Uh, not Tim. Tim has been consoling the teddy bear the whole time. I know. I know. I know. Oh. Yeah, that was a heck of an echo. <coughs> oh, pardon Do it again. Hang on. Give me the headset. Unplug it. You're fine. Get this. Figure it out. Uh, can everyone see themselves on the map? Yes. Um, yep, I can hear you just fine. And that's what I feel alive. Oh, can you hear us? All right, so. Make a copyright strike. All right, so as you are all the teddy bear cries silently. You swear you see actual tears coming from the wooden teddy bear as its limbs slowly stop moving. Can you hear Doug! us? Yes. We've been we've been trying to figure out our mic situation. Can we pause for a second? Oh, sure. One moment. Uh, we've been we've been screaming. All right, so we're back after that minor technical issue. So, <clears throat> we have everyone crowded around, well, not crowded around, but around the tree, where Apollo has begun to peck at Lula gently as she holds the gem in her hand and watches the, the blackish sludge water pour from the tree. I... You notice the tree has begun to decay very quickly. I, I, I only have one thing that has... I only have... I pull out my unicorn horn and go, uh, uh, maybe the magic from this will uh, help. And I put it where the gem was. Okay. <clears throat> so... If I'm following this right, you have removed a gem from a tree and... Jammed a unicorn horn in it. 
I didn't stab the tree. I'm placing the horn there where the gem was. So it's acid in the tree? I don't know. Do you know the unicorn properties horn of unicorn is... horn? Aren't they like holy, like <laughs> divine magics? And this one was no. considered pure. No. You said this one was pure. And was Make natural a history causes. or arcana check. You're the one who said it. Trust me when I say make a history or arcana check. I'm kind of crying a little because this is a terrible way to get around this. A, or, a 13 is not bad for me. <laughs> history mean, or arcana. I don't want it. Same role. Knowing that I guess uh, using this as a magical item can grant immunity to poison and disease. You place the unicorn horn in the crevice where the emerald was, and by the same minuscule amount of magic. Only a small trickle of dirty water now flows out. Unicorn horn falls. Shatters. And the black sludge keeps flowing. I'm going to go ahead and try to steal the gem back. You didn't I... notice it's gone. Because she did outdo you. No, I, I know that, but you just said that she was just looking at it in her hands and I was pecking at her. Oh, yes. In her hands. My mistake, please continue. So I'm going to try to swipe it from her. Uh, so this would be a deck saving throw and a sleight of hand check, respectively. <laughs> Lula doesn't fight it. Very well. I'm going to go ahead and put it back in, in the faucet. Pass it. <clears throat> and every time you try to push it in, it just seems to not fit. It just seems every time it, it just and then pops right back out. I do have one thing. But it might just break it. I toss it back to Lula and just land and telepathically say, well, what now? I do have this, and I pull out uh, it's the only gem thing I have. It's uh, the diamond blade. A diamond was... blade. I assume it was too small for the facet, not too big. It's that would it uh, that wouldn't explain why it shattered. It, it did stop for a while. <coughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe 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 we need something that's just as powerful. I'm gonna private more. message you something on Please do. Facebook. Please do. A blade made of diamonds. The tang yes. of the blade is silver. Its pommel is a diamond as well. It reflects 
and reflects light and magic mysteriously. If an attack, if you were to, if you were to make an attack with it, you were to add uh, fire, lightning, poison, thunder, necrotic, or radiant damage to your weapon dice roll, and roll a d8 for that. And also, uh... <coughs> so yeah, there's a m relatively powerful dagger <coughs> that's made of diamond. It's a magic di di gem dagger. I'm going to see if I put that in the hole. Oh, thank God. I thought you said you were going to cut the emerald. That's why I made sure to let him know that it was acting like it was too small and not too big. This would be bigger. <clears throat> and this is a gem. It's a blade made of diamond, so... And it is a magic. You can do whatever you want. I'm. I'm. Can I roll to see see if I would know if this would work? Uh, you could make an Arcana check. Oh boy. Why am I the only one making rolls here? Nat twenty. <sighs> you look at the sword. You look at the hole in the tree. The only thing you can figure is if you jam that hole, that the sword in that hole, you are going to chop down that tree. Lulu is going to force cage. Around. Whoever's trying to cut down the tree. I'm not trying to cut down the tree, although now you gave me the idea. No! Uh, would I, with the nat 20, would I know if I cut down this tree, the uh, stuff will stop pouring? It's already stopping pouring. It's just a black bubble of ooze at this point in the decayed remains of a tree stump. Did the forest stop decaying? Where is it gone? It has begun to decay faster. If only we had someone who, who knew nature magic. As the forest no good at magic. slowly dies around you. You see nothing but barren rock. Grass. Dirt. Roots all decayed. And then you wake up. 
seeing yourselves. Watching only as if from a dream the mere second before that hand of Lula's touched the emerald. Lula, make a deck saving throw. And uh, while you're at it, uh, Apollo, constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Tim Hopper's just, uh, constitution saving throw with disadvantage. No. I'm immune to a lot of things, but let's see what gap through. This is How's a 28 do, Doug? At the absolute last moment, before your delicate fey finger touches this thunderous magic, you feel an ancient beyond time magic coming from this gem. You feel as if touching this gem will cause the world to be just as you saw. You gag at the smell of the rot that was almost 18. around you. Yes? My save is 18. <clears throat> you throw up in your mouth a tiny bit. <clears throat> like for the first time ever, I didn't know you are physically, possible. like for the first time ever, you're afraid that you will kill this whole world if you touch that gem. Okay, I guess we'll just find another way to save Bickle Jr. I, I, I wonder, and I reach back and do I still have that unicorn horn? <clears throat> you do. And as soon as you say to save Bickle Jr., you see the teddy bear. It walks over to you. You hear the little... As its little wooden feet touch the ground, just walking over, you see it gently points to its own chest, pulls out a small heart-shaped emerald, and offers it to you. But, but... And then it falls over. Oh no! I pick up the teddy bear. Make an arcana check. <clears throat> Again, you got a minus one. <laughs> I got a zero. Oh. Uh... I picked it up, but that was about it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Hopper has rolled a one with a negative one modifier in the Feywild. Oh no, where am I going? Tim Hopper, I regret to tell you I have to use one of my tables that I regret having to purchase. Of Am I going to be having a wild... A wild occurrences. Oh, no, no. Oh, this... oh, sorry, people. 
Well, <sighs> this is gonna. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, let's take a stab at it. Okay. All right, lay it on me, DM. Let's see how bad I die. I have to roll, of all things, a D8. Hmm. Prime is sharp edge dice. Be gentle. A, lot a five. <clears throat> oh no. You see in front of you a large tree. You never noticed it until now. A deck saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, for decks, I have advantage. So I get the roll as an even roll, then. So that would be plus 12, and I get to add a 1d4. So 23. As these seeds twenty six, you find yourself almost dancing between them as huge seeds, razor sharp, almost fire down from the tree itself. You know that standing under the shade of this tree for even one second longer than absolutely necessary is certain death. Hopping out of the way. Hippity hop and out I go. <laughs> As you drop the teddy bear and the emerald under the tree. I can't I can't try and take them with me. You rolled a zero. All right. Can I dive back in and dive back out with them? I'll take the roll. Would it be at disadvantage because, uh, or would it be a not without disadvantage because I now know what's happening? You got a zero. You have no idea what's happening. All you know is. Things were coming at you, and your monk-like reflexes saved you. You rolled a zero. Well, that's, you that's don't know got... shit. My good friend, nat zeros are a punishment. Yeah, I don't even know how much... I... Yeah, attack me. Very, You're just very lucky it didn't hit. I don't, I don't want to know what that does. Um, no, no, you don't. Can I do uh, a, a slot of hand check with an acrobatics check to pick the emerald up and make off with it after ten? 
You can certainly try, but you're going to have disadvantage. I understand. Twenty-seven for the sleight of hand, since I already have advantage on that one. Mm -hmm. And gonna watch. Twenty-one on the other one, and that's the lowest. Which one are you grabbing? The one I'm He's grabbing, grabbing the is the 27. The one that I'm making off with is the 21. With your size, no, you can only grab one at a time. They are not next to each other. I would, I would be going for the emerald. Very well. DM, can you check? Can you check your messages? Uh, Lula, could could you use your magic hand to get the teddy bear? How did that even happen? Like what? I I just went to pick him up. He he always helped us all the way through here. You can't. We can't just leave him. So instead of using magic, Lula's just gonna fly down after the teddy bear. Very well. You come to the edge of the shadow. What do you want to do? Do I see the teddy bear? You do. It's okay, ten feet away. Ten feet in front of you. Ten, ten feet where? In the shadows? In the... Ten feet resting against the trunk of the tree. Shadow? The shadow extends out ten feet. Yeah. Oh, in the shadow. Correct. I'm going to go ahead and toss the emerald to Tim, safekeeping, and look back at the shadow. I'm going to make sure my claws are in and catch the gem. Your anti- Okay, I was about to say in. Yeah, I'm I they're retractable. Hmm. Rabbit claws. They can retract. Well, mine can't. That's why I can do either anti-magic punches or key strikes and stuff like that, or just normal. As of late, I've only been really doing normal. I actively say when I'm activating the, the claws.
DM. Mm -hmm. Just checking to make sure my mic is still working. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I asked the tree permission. Well. Tree permission. I don't know what else to say. You, you want to ask the tree for permission. You have to actually ask it. Tree, do I have permission? You see the shadow parts. The path to the bear is now open to the sun. I go up to the bear. You see it leans gently against the tree. I emerald I have in my bag. And pray over it. And don't ask me for a prayer because I can't think of one. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that gem's not enchanted, correct? I don't know. It's okay, just, a, just because you can't double gem. enchant something. Oh, okay. So don't worry about that. It was enchanted and I stole it from him. Oh, yes, people are very upfront about, oh, hey, yeah, that thing you stole from me, it also has this feature. No, it he, was a normal gem me, that he rolled telling for, me about it. He looked away and I swiped it. Good point. Still, you can't double enchant something is all I was going for. In fact, funny enough, it takes longer to disenchant something than it does to enchant. Unless you have something very, very unique like anti-magic, but that's very rare. Hmm. Anywho, Lula, you pull the gem out, pop it in the teddy bear. Notice it does just but rattle around. However, with your fey intuition, you feel that the gem and the teddy bear are the same magical entity. understand what that means. The magic from the bear is from that gem. The sentience of the bear was the gem itself. I say out of character because Tim has no clue. He's just weeping how useless he is over in a corner with so a gem, green emerald. So the gem was controlling the bear. So in other words, Tim continues to be useless on a different part of the room. 
Yeah. Huh? I don't understand. Tim has the gem from the bear. I put a different emerald in. Yes. It, the gem that I have is the sentience of the bear. One in the bear. Think of it like the spirit is attached to the gem. Is that a good way of explaining it, Doug? Very. I'm just, let's just continue going, because I'm just fucking confused. Imagine the gem is the bear's batteries. Okay. So I can't fix the teddy bear. You could put the other gem back in. What? You need to start clarifying which gems you're talking about because I'm talking about an emerald I have and you're talking about something else. Yes, the original one that was taken out could be put back in. The one you have. I one that I have in. Yes. The one that you have cannot take on the same enchantment as the bear. The bear and its gem are linked. Can't be fixed. I didn't say it couldn't be fixed. They just have to be kept together. One won't work without the other. Fucking teddy bear. That dog. Uh, all I heard was the word teddy bear. The mic cut out. My apologies. She said that she picks up the teddy bear. Very well. And take it back to the group. Very well. Oh, what now? I looked at Tim. Hello? Tim! Jesse, your mic is muted. Ah, there we go. Sorry about that. Uh, maybe we should go back to Bickle. Uh, maybe after the ladies have with the gem, we can put it back. It's just gonna go along with that and let Tim believe it. Because... I have an idea of what's really going to happen. I mean, whatever's left, we can, e even if the gem isn't all there, we can still use what's left in your emeralds to, to help. 
All right, we're heading back then. Very well. Heading back towards the entrance of the forest, you take the currently limp bear and the emeralds, heading back to the druid's, I believe it was a cottage? <coughs> uh, I don't yeah, know, it, I think so. The druid's cottage, there we are. It's your NPC. Very well. Heading back to the druid's cottage, you find the small druid herself watering Bickle on her front lawn with his feet deep in the dirt. She sees you walking up, gives you a gentle smile, rubs her stomach thinking about the munchie she had at last time and waves you in. Okay. So, did we find it? No, we didn't, but we did find this bear and I'm going to bald face who lie at her. See what Very the reaction well. is. Alright, so do you want to make a deception check, or do you just want to see if she's going to call you out on it? I'm going to make a deception. Very well. I'm, I'm going to say that this bear attacked us, and when we returned attack, it shattered. Twenty-eight. Okay. She's gonna make an insight check. Nineteen. No. She crits on a nineteen. Shit. So you mean to tell me, a spirit of the Feywilds attacked you? Yes. Yes, I do. Lula's gonna shake her head and go, no. He's being an ass. Who? You. Who? The bear gave us its heart. And she's gonna look at Tim and expect him to hold out the gem. <laughs> Tim? Uh Jesse, you're muted again. <coughs> I'm not even muting myself. Uh, that might just be a technical glitch then. Uh, so he's... Uh, <laughs> they're asking for the gem, my friend. I understand. I was actually in mid-monologue. We were not aware of that. Please continue. I, I, I was hoping that as I'm starting to pull it out, is it at all possible that you could uh, use some other magic to save Bickle, or save some of it left for the bear? It's just, it, it guided us on our way, and I would hate for it to disappear. 
as, as I hand out the jet. The uh, you see the old druid look at all of you extraordinarily confused. She takes the teddy bear, opens the flap. You see her scratch her head a little. That's a 19 on her history check. She's going to look at she the gem. On 19. <laughs> Not on this check. That was a history check. Then a 15 on, and lastly, another 18. Okay. As she takes the bear, manages to pop the gem in it just like a battery with a... And then takes it over to the potted plant, grabs the very very leafy arms of Bickle Jr. Shoves the teddy bear in his arms. And then you see her mutter a few words of <laughs> And then she says, He'll be okay in three hours. Can I have some more weed? Let's celebrate. And I hand her a bottle of carrot juice. She it takes it. Opens it with a little. And uh, she... Is it organic? I absolutely. And she just takes the whole I'm thing. going to pull out her pipe. <laughs> so and good she it goes... Here. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a literal, like, flute pipe. Oh, for her, it's an... For what I gave her, it was the healing carrot juice. Mm -hmm. Yes, but to her, that's just carrot juice. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's what he asked. Yeah, it's my flute. My enchanted pipe of smoking weed. Ah, uh, as she takes it from you... She goes, oh, I'm going to take a major hit. Hi. Hey, Tim is just slow enough to laugh at that. Oh, come on, music jokes. A major? Yeah, Tim, Tim snorted. <clears throat> I think Dom coughed at it. All right, so she invites you into her home where she finishes <laughs> ah, throws the bottle in the corner with a handful of others. You see, she says, I'll clean those later and then starts poking the weed pipe. Sits down on a giant moss-covered bed in the corner, looks at all of you and says, so, how'd it go? You okay, DM? Oh. Yes. I, I just heard you uh, skip out there for a bit. Did anyone else hear oh, that? Uh, I was saying that uh, what she does is she, uh, she drinks the, the carrot juice, throws the bottle in the corner, 
sits down on a moss-covered bed, beckons you all to the couch on the opposite side of the room, and says, So, how did it go? Um... Need a vacation. Ah, I, now I would that. Love to have a right now. Yes, however, something came for Tim in the mail. Oh, I, I got mail? As she hands you a large, non specific envelope, it's You've seen thousands just like it. It simply says, Postmaster Tim Hopper. I break the seal and open it. Inside, you find another sealed letter and a page with both instructions and a seal you've never seen before. Instructions. Okay. Step one. Uh, what is step one on the instructions? It simply says, this letter is to be delivered to King Brimplap. No exceptions. This letter is to be delivered to King Brimplap. Uh, okay. Uh, that's step one. Step right, two, and... they are offering 50 platinum for the registered letter to be delivered in person with witnesses. Oh, I... <laughs> Funny thing is, uh, Tim likes to read the step, do the step, then read the second step. <laughs> no, no. This is just what the letter says. Yeah, the he, third he... step... <clears throat> After completing the delivery is to then open another smaller envelope which will magically put the money in your hand. If it is open before completion, the contract will be broken. <clears throat> Um, is, is how long of a run would it be to get back to the castle? Oh, um, <clears throat> here's a real question Do you guys want to take a vacation on your way to the castle or after you deliver the letter? We deliver the letter first, yeah, very get well. The way. So, it has been almost unanimously decided that you guys are going to deliver the letter and then take some time off. Very well. As the hours tick by, wow. the giggles, the food, the healthy drink, and the occasional bug that Apollo finds on the floor all gets enjoyed by their various occupants. After three solid hours, you see the very sleepy and somewhat still leaf and twig covered Bickle Jr. walk into the door with a 
Oh, hand me the most wonderful nap. Pickle! Lula's gonna, um, run over and tackle hug him. Ah, a glomp. Yes. The good old-fashioned glomp. And as you hug him, you notice he has gained a level in Druid. Wow. That's just dandy. In fact, you notice that all of you, at the same time, all have Fey Touch. As a gift for surviving the Fey, you have been given the ability to learn Misty's step, increase your intelligence, charisma, or wisdom by one. In fact, I'll just I'll send it to you. I'm gonna send it in the main chat. There you go. It's from Tasha's Cauldron, so it's legit. So you learn Misty Step and one first level spell of your choice. It must be from divination or enchantment magic. You can cast each of these spells hey, without expending a spell slot. ADM. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, first, I believe uh, Apollo was saying something, and then Tim Hopper. Please continue, Apollo. No, you're fine. I was asking, is that for everybody? Everyone, yes. Shit. Okay. Uh, Tim? Would it be all right if I flavored mine in my non-magical monk uh, aesthetic? That it's I'm, more of like monkness. I'm listening. Because we already know I can use my misty step. Could be just him going super fast. Anyway, what? How do you want to flavor it? You know how the flash can like go so fast it's as though he can phase through stuff. He basically uh, just pops himself out. Vibrating himself through objects using harmonic resonance? Yep. That technology does not currently exist and will not exist in D&D because that breaks the bounds of physics and magic by going no, into the it supernatural. Will, it will still be just the normal spell. It's just that's how I'm flavoring it. Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah, Tim. All of his Tim stuff is gonna be flavored, as you know, in his non-magical monk ability. Is that okay? That makes sense. All right, so. <clears throat> In that case, I get to pick what spell would be best.
All right, so you notice, in fact, that with with Nickel Jr. now, that he seems a little more in tune with nature. In fact, with his nature, you notice that he seems even a little more sure of himself. Ah, there we are. So, as the three hours tick by, you all see Bickle Jr. and his new, more Earth-like form. What do you guys want to do? I'm... Lua? Yeah? The carriage is nice, but it it really slows me down. You, You think we could maybe go a faster way? I'm sorry? I didn't catch that. Didn't catch it. No, we're fine. No. It's not even like it's heavy. We're fine. We'll be okay. ADM. Yes. Consider so Dim doesn't find pulling the carriage all that much of a challenge. Can he make it a challenge by doing exercise workouts while he's running? So you're basically want to be sweating to the oldies while you're pulling a carriage? Pretty much. (sighs) That would be too much for even Tim Hopper. Well, you can't reach max speed with the carriage because the stuff inside the carriage can't handle it because it will shake and loosen everything. So to make up for that excess amount of energy that he's not a, a... of releasing, he's gonna try and like do extra like workout stuff on the way. Well, I was just thinking, how does one get an extra workout in while jogging? It, it's like impossible. Uh, there's heavy lifting. I'm pretty sure I can pick up a bowler on the way. Uh. Let's say no, you can't squeeze in a quick workout. So, Lula, you were saying? Relax, enjoy the ride, we'll get there when we get there. Alright, fine. Okay, one other question then, DM. Yes? Since I have a 30-foot fly speed, and I'm strong enough to pull it, and this is an all-terrain carriage. 
Is it possible? All terrain that... does not mean airborne. Air is not a terrain. It should be. So not give that a shot either. Air is not a terrain. But Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay. How many levels of wrong would you like? I mean, I could I roll? Athletic? No. I mean, the name of the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not cite the old magic to me. I was there when it was written. Although it would be quite a sight. <clears throat> so, as Lula continuously says no to Tim, packing things up and getting an entire... Um, would it be fair to say that Lula would want to restock everything she can from what she can scavenge yeah. in the forest and such? Okay. Um, then in that case, can you guys make a handful of nature checks to do some foraging yes and dm i just found one of my favorite spells in the entire game and i didn't even know about it uh-oh hey dm you should uh -oh. Know 25 you know, you know how you guys say i like the power game so guess what spell i picked Let's, let's not talk about what we picked and have it be a surprise. Fair enough. I got a fool on my nature check. All right, well. Yeah, that's some pretty nature out there is all you can think. That's some... That's some nature-y nature. <clears throat> sure is tree-y. Yay. I got a two, so it's not a nat one. No, 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 no. The end, result, the end result was a one. Yeah, but it's still not a nat one. Regardless of how the one was attained, you find some extraordinarily poisonous berries. Like, okay, I, I'm going to have to have some up. I have no idea they're poisonous, by the way, because I'm immune to poison, so I'm just taking berries. Correct. Oh, you no. found... Oh, dear sweet Jesus. You have found moon berries. So, I, I walk on back saying, I, I picked a bunch of these berries. They taste good. I pop one in my mouth and <gasps> eat it. Perfect. These are a contact I, I, poison. Anyone want them? So as your poisonless, unpoisonable body easily digests the berries that you pop in one after another, the wildlife around you looking in sheer awe as how you have not died a very poisonous, foaming at the mouth, quivering as you shit yourself death. 
I go to the nearest wildlife creature. Um, oh, I and actually, this is a good time to use this. I activate my uh, new ability. I have speak with animals. Very well. You look at the animals. <clears throat> you. <clears throat> and which animal are you going to try to speak with? Uh, I'm going to bring up my random animal chart here. Because I have so many tables. Tables for days. Tables for days. Tables for days. Ah, here we are. Give me a D4, please. Let's see what animal is nearby. You see a very large raccoon. Nothing special, just a large raccoon. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Raccoon. Uh, or Mrs. Raccoon. I'm sorry, it's just you're staring at me very oddly. I pop another berry in my mouth. It winces. <laughs> Lula, uh -huh. as you're foraging around, uh, what did you get? 25. A 25. So you managed to find an entire large bucket of fresh apples, oranges, berries. You even managed to find quite a few other vegetables. Cucumbers, carrots, some uh, wild onions. In fact, you found enough food to last you for two weeks. On a vegetarian diet, mind you. Tim Hopper, you're trying to talk to I a make record. my way back. Very uh, well. Um, uh, Lula, uh, Lula, I, I found a huge thing of these berries. They taste pretty good. I pop one. You see the raccoon looks again on in horror. Yeah, you just see the raccoon in the background just staring at me. I think that raccoon wants what you're eating. Maybe pop one his way. Uh, actually, it's it's squealed in horror. I, maybe because you're eating food in front of it, and it thought you were going to give it food, and it's hungry. I mean, I, I offered. That's what made it scream. Oh, well, then. Right. Maybe it's scared of you. Have you considered yourself to be a scary bunny? I don't know. I, I do find myself being relatively intimidating as of late. All right, all right. Now, I have one quick question. When I was planted in the soil, is it my fertilizer in my butt crack, or is it somebody else's? Well, plants don't make the Fertilizer parts, uh, so it would be someone else's. Just coffee. I don't like the smell of it. And Bickles Jr. is going to look at Lula and go, "Oh, it looks like you got a, a fair bounty there. 
All right, so if we're all tidied up, what say we get out of here before something happens? I don't know. I don't like it here. Also, Agreed. also, so the, the lady told me that this apparently teddy bear, Mr. Clickety-Clack, I'll have to get him a name, I don't know, is my new familiar. So how about that? And she oh. says he will be till I'm dead. Oh, and if he dies... Oh, I'm fucking with you. Nothing happens if he dies. It's, it's a bear. I'll die. It's wood. Uh, uh, Willa, uh, you, uh, where should I put these berries? I can't hear what, what Willa's saying. Like a food saying. area put into my little, uh, carriage. You do have a small kitchen, yes. Put them in the kitchen, Tim. Uh, all right, you, you want one? All right. uh, I well, go Junior to, is going I, to decline the berries. He, right, he's just—he's going to—he's um, going to politely decline the berry, and he's going to just make his way into the carriage and help Lula put things away. All right, I'm going to put them all in a in a jar in the in the pantry or whatever area, and in just a have a jar. Right. I don't know. Uh, in a basket? Okay. I was going to put it in a jar and fill it with the jar with sugar so it makes a jam or a syrup. All right. So, as you spend the next little while putting away various items, Setting off on the road, you hear Bickle shout to, to Lula, uh, So I know about a tavern that's only about oh, two days down the road, but we have to take a little bit of a sideway. So I thought, after being a, a, a plant for a couple of days, I'd like to eat something. I can something yes but i want the something i eat to be blonde oh no oh what if i made a fruit salad i could eat a fruit salad too do you have any pineapples always all right so if you can make a fruit salad with pineapple i'll definitely go for a nosh but i suppose oh. No. Do we do we want oh, to stay no. in the carriage? Because don't get me wrong, it's not a bad. I mean, it's not bad at all. Sorry, what? No, you're fine. Okay. So not that the carriage is bad, it's just sheets. Fresh sheets. Uh, 
I mean, I I wouldn't say no to a fruit salad. And, and we can use up some of the berries that that I found. As long as they're enough not poisonous. with the berries. Well, they taste really sweet. As you pop the last berry in your mouth. The last in the handful that I had. Correct. I mean, I, I I did my best to find them. I I'm not very good with nature, but you guys could take a look at them if you want it. I ate them, not a problem. Bickle Jr. is going to decline. All right, so Lula, what are you thinking? Do we want to do the, uh, oh, the whatchamacallit? Do we want to do the Tim thing? Well, do you want to go and have a wee nip at the tavern? What? Uh, Bickle Jr. was wondering if you'd like to go with Tim's plan or if you'd like to uh, to stick with their original plan and go to the tavern. Go to the original plan. Very well. So Tim Hopper is going to pull them all the way back to the kingdom of King Brimplath, yes? Yes. Very well. I'm going to wash my face and my hands and then keep going. Yeah. Yep. Very well. Give me just a moment. Ah, Hummel City. Haven't used this map in a long time. Nope, that's the wrong map. That is the wrong map. I'm the 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 map. Ah, well, not terribly important. Very well. So as you spend the next couple of days listening to Tim Hopper, trying to think of different ways to exercise, feeling the gentle bump here and there of the carriage as you while away the hours, Lula, Apollo, and Bickle Jr., what do you do as you spend this time traveling? Um, Lula's gonna nap. For three days? I smoke a lot, too. Very well. Lula spends three days drinking, smoking, and snacking aplenty. How does Apollo spend his three days? I'm just going to be flying around, catching things, and making a game and chucking them at Tim, see if I, seeing if I can hit him. So, well, considered I can't be surprised, and I 
I can catch any and all projectiles. Yes, but how many of those projectiles can you catch? If I throw a few dozen mice at you, what happens? Oh, please do. Let... I can't wait to use this ability I haven't used yet. DM. Mm -hmm. I actually have another plan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fly over Tim. Mm -hmm. Tim, can you make a constitution saving throw, please? If you're going to try and poop on me, I can dodge even with this carriage. Oh, can you just do a consti constitution saving throw, please? All right. Constitution, you said? Yep. Alright, so... Nineteen? Okay, my eyes glow, but they don't do anything. <clears throat> Are you using, like, thermaturgy or something? You're, you'll figure it out in a, one of our later games. Very well. So yeah, I'm just going to uh, casually chuck the, the uh, poor animal here and there, keeping them still alive while we're traveling. You know, it's just like lifting weights, except I chuck chuck something at uh, at Tim now and then. Every every so often, you should see out of nowhere, monk catch, gentle really, monk catch, gentle. This sounds like the Pink Panther scene. Every so often, I would attack you. All right, so as the days go by, you notice quite a few things in the countryside have changed. The seasons are now getting closer into the heat of summer. You see, a lot of farmers have begun to work diligently at their crops and weeding just before harvest. The smell of fresh tilled earth, cut hay, and growing plants fills Tim's nostrils as he runs. After three days... Hey, um... Mm -hmm. Hey, um, Vic, uh, can someone, uh, toss me a berry? <laughs> I toss After him another dead mouth. <sighs> After three days... Running back to King Brimplat, you come to the castle doors. You, you see a guard standing just outside, talking with another. Uh, go ahead and use that new link I sent you guys. That's uh, that's you guys now. Different map for obvious reasons. All right, copying the link now. Give me a moment. It, it's a big house.
Has everyone gotten a chance to open up the new map? It is the big house. It is Brimplap's castle. Got it. It's Brimplap's house. Lula's gonna strut in and just shout, Brimplap, where are you? And as you attempt to walk in, you notice two guards standing immediately get right in your way. Hey, DM. Yes? How the guards make a constitution saving throw. All right, what for? You see. 19. 17. God damn it, dude. Shit. Don't My eyes me. glow again and nothing happens. <laughs> One of the guards, he looks at you. <laughs> um, I was... Did he I, just spit at me? Oh, on the ground. Okay. I, I received this... I hold up the envelope. I received this envelope, uh, which has this instruction, which it has an official seal, although I'm not sure where the seal's from, uh, to deliver this letter. And after which, I'm supposed to open this letter. I think. You see the, the guard... I, I go over the, the letter again and I start reading it loud. You see the guard pinch the bridge of his nose in frustration. I think he's like dealt with this a lot. He holds out his hand. Letter. Come on, letter. All right, here you go. He takes the letter, tucks it in his pocket, and says, All right, leave. But the instructions clear state that it needs to be a witness. I said, leave. Insight. Mm -hmm. Wait, wouldn't my insight be different because I increased my wisdom? No. Still plus nine. Hey, DM. 23. Uh, first, 23 for his insight check. Oh, the, the guard could not give two shits about lying. He was told that he used to take the letter. He took the letter. Hey, DM. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take out my pipe of uh, peculiar. And I'm going to go ahead and start puffing on it, block out the entire space in front, and I'm going to attempt to gain entry. Put so I smokescreen myself, and now I'm trying to gain entry since no one can see through this magical darkness. Very well. You come up to the locked front doors. I'm going to try to do sleight of hand because I'm still puffing away on the pipe. You know what pops in my mind? Remember that scene where the from uh, Rockadool where the owl starts puffing out smoke from its mouth? 
Anyone? 19. Oh, I've seen it. So, 19. Make a dex saving throw. A dex save? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I I found these berries, by the way. As you reached out with your talons to pick the lock, you could not see. The only thing you could hear was the gentle and as the talon that you just reached out was now sliced cleanly off at the nail, sheer to the wall. Mm. Hey, DM. Mm-hmm. They can't see anything, right? Correct. Okay, then. Let's see here. This. Yeah, that works. I'm going to take out the um, one vial of the purple womb poison. I'm going to pour half of it on one of the girl's head and half of it on the other. So, as you take out this purple worm poison, Benjamin, as you take out this purple worm poison, you notice that this poison only works on a wound as it drips harmlessly off their head. I thought you told me it was a contact one. Well, tag is Injury. It's what? Sorry. Well, he's. You probably got mixed up with oil of Taggart, which he used a lot. Which is contact. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I'll just. Well, let me it. Double, let me double check. Yes, it does say purple worm poison works only as an injury. Okay. How many moves do I have here? What are they doing inside the fog? Because I know I'll be able to see through it, but what are they doing? How are they dealing with this? Perfectly still and not moving until the fog clears. I'm just striking up the conversation. So I found these these really good berries that I have in my bag. Uh, Although when I tried to share them with a raccoon, the raccoon screamed at me and ran away. DM, can I try to pickpocket them for the key? You can certainly try, but considering the cloud, you're going to have disadvantage. Uh, I have blind sight within 10 feet. Does not work on magical darkness. 
Actually, magical darkness is a visual, not a physical blind sight that is like echolocation. Yeah, it's not anything to do with actual vision. It has to do with perceive the surroundings without relying on sight. Very well, then you would do it without disadvantage. Okay. What do you do with advantage since his uh, opponents do not have... Uh, I'm using my inspiration point, DM. Yes, you rolled a nat one. They're blind and he's not blind. I know, I'm using my inspiration. 25. Feel inspired today. I feel like I don't want to be have my foot chopped off entirely. <laughs> okay. As you reach into the folds, you find a small silver key. It looks impossibly small for the door that it's supposed to fit into. I'm going to telepathically communicate with Tim, saying, knock him out. Can I respond back? You certainly can. Why? They're being lovely conversational. Won't let us in. We did all that. Uh, that's fine. Also their I presence. To... And we have a way into the castle, so let's go ahead and take care of them so we can go investigate to see what the hell is going on with our dear friend. You don't want him to die, do you? What makes you think he'll die? What makes you think he won't? Because I've seen him eat a dragon's breath and then say it was spicy and then proceeded to make it rain cows. And? And they flew sideways. Think about everything. Okay. We can't have this long-winded conversation here when I have the key in my hand and I am currently puffing like a sailor right now to keep everything blocked out. Oh! Uh, Either... This you? Yes, this is me. I said that part out loud. <laughs> Take care of them. Take care what of is, them. What does Lula do? And I'm going to go ahead and slip... just existing. I think, you know what? Lula's gonna find a way in. I love it. How does Lula try to find Lula a way in? will find a way in. I'm so, all ears. She is going to look around, see if she can find any cracks, any open windows, anything that she might be able to fit to. And remember, she's, she's a tiny creature. That is correct. You see a handful of windows. They're all shut. However, 
you see the parapets on the top of the towers are open to the sky. You, you could easily fly up and unlock from the inside if you knew the way around. Self to sneak away and disappear. Very well. Go ahead and roll for self. You, she wouldn't need to roll a very high one because they're already blinded, right? Correct. No, I'm just making sure. 28. Hello! Okay. How do you want to do this? Um, Lula is kind of going to be outside of the smoke watching them all before she's just going to look up, spot that on the roof, and like just quickly zip up to it. And her, um, flying speed. Hold on. I gotta find Take it. Take your time. Take your time. The walking speed. Oh, it's 30 foot flying speed. Very well. I mean, you can dash and use your action to move, so you can go 90 in a turn. Flying fast, she's stealthing away. So as you fly away from the group, coming to the top of a tower, you notice that this tower specifically is an outdoor forge, equipped with several dozen tools, smelting, anvils, everything a possible person could need to make anything within reason. Um, Lula's not interested in that. She's just trying to get inside. Very well. And specifically to find Bremplap. Very well. Very well. So, <clears throat> as you uh, take a little while familiarizing yourself, you hear the click of the door behind you as a blacksmith walks into his forge. What do you want to do? Stay hidden. I'm gonna Very well. Back. Make a sneak check. With a 38, you manage to hide expertly under one of the tables he uses with his tools on it. You notice the blacksmith starts to walk around, stokes up the forge, dips his hands into the water, and rubs them all up and down his arms, cleaning off a lot of soot. Roque, character, can I do something? I'm listening. Where's the blacksmith? Where's the blacksmith? I'm gonna use the key on this ladder. Bobby, why is he using the key on the ladder? Where's the blacksmith? Where's the blacksmith? 
Oh, Markiplier. <laughs> As the, the blacksmith wanders around, you notice that he locked the door behind him, but the key jangles loosely at his waist. You see, he goes over to another table, picks up a half-empty bottle of wine, wipes his mouth, picks up a piece of bread, looks at it, takes a bite anyway. He looks at a piece of cheese, chews the flies off of it, takes a very wet bite, and walks over to the table Lula is under. He begins to pick up the tools and start giving them a gentle wipe off with a dirty rag he holds at his side. I'm going to interrupt you. Very well. Since he's standing in front of the table I'm under, can I use sleight of hand to steal the key? Quite easily, actually. I'm surprised you waited this long. I was waiting for him to stand in front of the table. It's easier that way. Make a 35. Oh, for. With a sleight of hand, all that is heard is a gentle. As the keys leave his person, he wanders back over to the anvil. Picks up a hammer and takes something out of the forge. For the next few minutes, all you hear is as he takes it from the forge to the hammer, from the forge to the hammer, and then turns around to quench it, leaning deep over a a, uh, whole jug of oil. The oil splashes. Yes? While he is currently doing that, one, making all that noise, Lula is going to sneak over to the door to unlock it. And at the same time, at the same time, when she unlocks the door to go through it, she's going to leave the key on that side of the room where he is, so he thinks he dropped it. And, like, finds it on the floor. Very well. So for this, you're going to need to make a couple different checks. The first is going to be sleight of hand. Said sleight of hand? Correct. I gotta do math. Hold on. Take your time. I need my phone. Shit. I will wait while you math. 42. Ugh. Alright, so with that, that's... Damn it. Don't worry about it. With a gentle... You managed to unlock the door, slipping back inside... And with barely even making a gentle... You leave the keys on the floor. Just between the the room 
and a jar as you gently slip out. You see in front of you a hallway to the right, a door in front of you, and a door to the left. What do you want to do? I use my intuition to sense which door has the least amount of danger behind it. Very well. Do you want to start with the door to the north of you or to the west of you? Weast. Did you just say weast? Yes, kiss my ass. No, I love Spongebob. That's west, Patrick. Weast, like east. So, the door in front of you or the door beside you? What? I said so. Very well. The door beside you. You sense no danger from this room. However, you know that there have been many struggles in this room. To the north, you hear the hustle and bustle the picking up and putting down of plates, the sounds of people eating and cleaning. Hold on. I'm thinking. Is left an option? You can go anywhere you want. I would like to go through the door that... Does it sound like there's anything on the other side of the one door? Not the one with the plates, the one with uh, the other stuff. Make a perception check. Sorry? 17. Very well. The only thing you hear is the gentle flipping of paper every few moments. It almost sounds as if a book. Sounds like someone's flipping through a book. A peek through the keyhole? As you peek through the keyhole, you see a guy reading a book, taking a dump. You see him there, flipping the pages. The great many battles was the mountain taken. Fuck you, Doug. I'm going to the plates. Jeez, so rude. <laughs> hey, my I didn't make the map. And yes, there have been many battles there. 
All I'm thinking about is Monty Python now with the blind book. You're welcome. All right. As you peek in through the keyhole, you see a lot of guards sitting down and eating various foods. It looks as if most of them are on break. Um, is there any way for me to get through that door without being seen? There's like oh, ten guards in the room. You. you can easily see at least ten guards in the room. Shut up. I'm looking, I'm reading through stuff, hold on. Take your time. much shit my bad all right while this is all going on i believe uh the flute would still be going on and bickle jr probably just be sitting and eating while all this fluting and such happens correct so anyways so we met this uh teddy bear that was actually able to help us across the forest. Are you trying to bore the guards to death? If so, I love it. <laughs> Maybe. The guards might start taking psychic damage. And then we found out that the gem was actually something very magical that we couldn't remove from the forest. And we all had a hallucination of what would happen if it would. And it was horrible and it was very sad. And then we, what we did then was we didn't. And the teddy bear decided to give us its, uh, its gem, which was actually its heart, which is hey, now Vickle's familiar. Hey, hey, DM. Yes. The familiar. I'm going to go behind Tim and I'm going to use Compelled Duel to make one of the guards attack him. Attack him or the other guard? I'm going to use Compelled Duel behind Tim because com Compelled Duel forces the other other person to attack myself since I'll be behind Tim. You have, no uh, have no other way to intervene. Very well. You gotta still successfully cast it. Correct. Okay, wisdom saving throw, please. Four. Yeah, it worked. No shit, Sherlock. I'm just saying. <laughs> so this, so then, what we did was I ended up going and picking some berries. And that's what led to the berries, and, and that's what, how I had the power to speak to animals. Because and, and now I can communicate with all, all things. It, oh, Seventeen against your armor class, Tim Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen I was against really your armor class. 
Oh, I know. But 17 uh, against your armor class. 23. Does not hit. So he just tries to go take a at you and misses. I, I thought we were having a lovely conversation. Sentinel triggers, and as uh, <laughs> my reaction, I'm going to be non-lethal. I'm only going to do one jab. That's all you fucking need. What? No. I'm going to say... Uh, I've you, already you put know the better. character as prone. Shut up and roll. <laughs> and okay. after that, I'm going to do the same to the Their other mini one. is already knocked over, Tim Hopper. Please roll the dice. Hey, DM. Yes? Would the other guard react to the other one trying to attack him and get not knocked in the, Not in the darkness, no. Okay, then I might use Compel Duel again after he gets done flat pancaking your NPC. Why did you make I me just regret what I said? Non- <laughs> non-lethal. I'm non-lethal. It's only one hit, so it's a 30 to hit. Does it hit DM with a 40? Shut up. That's, Roll for that's damage. Let's see if I hit. All right. And if I do. Okay. His armor class is 14. Shut up. He's a oh, level four guard. I don't well, think no, wait, fair. level five. He, okay, that's slightly more fair. But still not quite. These, these guys are basically right. spares to you. So, 30 non-lethal. He's unconscious. Next. I can pal duel on the other one. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take his uh, cloak and bundle it up as a pillow under his head and go, go. You, you shouldn't fight someone. You could have easily just told me to go away. And oh, the other one is going to attack Tim Hopper 2 against your armor class. No. He goes to strike at this, at this point. The sword just... I catch it with two fingers and go... You didn't learn from your friend? I'm so sorry. And I poke him. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna roll the hit. I could still roll a one. That's a 31 to hit. Just roll for damage. (laughs) And Lula, you hear all this happening as commotion outside. You can see the large double doors, and you can just hear Tim apologizing, and then... Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, You shouldn't attack me. Why? I... You could have told me to go away. Good good job, Tim. And I'm going to pat his head and go over, put the key in, and unlock the gate. And as soon as you go to put Wait. the key in, you hear with a... That Lula unlocks the door from the inside, looks at all of you with the unconscious guards on the ground. And what do you want to do, Lula? Hey. I thought I was about to be going into where the guards were eating. Oh, my apologies. I, I thought you said you went down the hall. 
no, I was gonna do something. Ah, very well. So yes, you see where all the guards are eating. And what did you want to do, my friend? I want to use mass compulsion to make them ignore me. Ooh, I like it. Mass compulsion. Technically. Sorry? It's a small group, technically. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Uh, pardon creatures me. in range must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. Da, 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 da. So it's a concentration-based spell. So as long as enough of them fail it, you could essentially just slip right through. I'm going to pick the letter back up. You pick the letter back up. Okay, let's go, little bunny, and I'm going to land on his shoulder. All right, I have got to make... Hold on, i got to make some saving throws. Bear with me. All right. Non-lethal, remember. Uh, 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 12. Okay, well... More than half of them fail, so Lula, you command them to ignore you, and they all, the only ones facing you, disregard your presence. The ones facing away can't even detect you as you gently flutter by. You find yourself in the kitchen. Um, I'm going to continue searching for Brimplap. As you look around the kitchen, you notice not but everyday kitchen stuffs. Bread, dough rising, various vegetables in different states of cook, a, a relatively full pantry, and a room full of wash basins and clean clothes. There is no way out of the kitchen except out the back door for deliveries. Check yeah. I think you'll find something interesting. Check what? Your DMs. Very well. I am checking my DMs. The DM <laughs> checks the DMs. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> You're welcome. Now do it. Make it happen. No, I am the DM. You are the leader. <laughs> As you make your way back out of the guards, most of them not giving two craps about you, you wander through the halls, listening and noticing that, in fact, most of the guards have called it for lunch. As you find further down the hall, you hear an odd sound coming from the throne room. Lula is going to peek into the throne room. All you see is a large, shirtless, hairy man standing in front of a throne. Do I recognize him? Make a history check. Okay. 
and DM while that goes on. Uh, you have found go... the key and have entered the first room. You see in front of you another set of locked doors. Seriously. <laughs> Damn, I mean, down. But I'm still no. like standing outside the door going, but I, I, I thought we were told not to trespass. Now, this isn't trespassing. We've been here before. By the this way, I rolled a 32. This is delivering the mail. Oh, I, I guess that. I mean, he specifically said that we didn't, we shouldn't oh, yes, be sorry. here. Uh, you know that this guy's name starts with an M. In fact, you've met him once or twice. He, he goes by Mac. Uh, you know he's a, a, a chef's assistant. Exactly what he does, you're not 100% sure. But Rimplap certainly likes him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shut oh, up, Tim. No. Shut up, Tim. Okay, Tim, let's, let, let's deliver your mail. Get to your uh, target. All right, uh, I pull out my anti-magic claws. Uh, I hope that the traps are magical. And I run the door in two. And the second that your finger, or your nail rather, gets close, you see it too is sheared off at the very nail bed, rendering one of your magic-canceling nails I gone. I don't have a reaction or anything? Oh, no dodge? Oh, hold nothing? on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As you see, it falls to the floor. You pick it back up, it back on. Uh, you spend a key point to heal it back. Because the key so. is soul energy, not magic. Correct. Now you see where I was getting. Okay. Don't sweat the small um, stuff. But it still had to make contact with the magical nail. <laughs> or not magical. <laughs> was I mean, that a goat something. sheep? Yes, yes, it was. It was a ghost sheep. Hey, can so, you open this for us? So, Lula, you notice the door is unlocked. going to fly in and go right up to Mac and say, hey Mac, where's Brimplap? And you notice that Brimplap is in fact on his knees licking cooked macaroni noodles and cheese off of Mac. Unusual to discuss. This is not an unusual position to discover you in, but it's good to see you nonetheless. <laughs> you notice his guards have turned away and are trying to keep their food down. 
and Blap, Tim's here with a letter for you, but the guards won't let him in. All you hear is as the doors all open, revealing the entrance from Bickle Jr., Tim Hopper, and Apollo. As you all walk forward, seeing Lula talking with a still full of cheese and noodle brim flap. You, you, you guys might want some medics at the front gate. Uh, your guards, for whatever reason, attacked me. I, no, just... I, I have no idea what happened. It was just like they turned hostile. You need to roll deception, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're going to all roll deception. deception. Yes, you're, you're rolling I'm deception. I'm not lying. No. Okay, Apollo, you're rolling deception. Yep. Wait, does Tim have to lie? Cause, or roll the no, no. lie? Because he's not lying. I have no. advantage. Twenty-five, both ways. Ugh. I have to roll insight against them. That's a nat one. He just believes you and waves it off, not questioning you whatsoever. You hear him mumble something about the guards being twats anyway. As he gets up, wipes his mouth with the sh with not regular curtains hanging up, but shower curtains. Looks at Tim Hopper, sits on his throne, folds his hands in his lap, and waits. I, I was so I'm gonna read out the letter step by step what it says to do, and then go. Uh, all right, and so that concludes why I don't know who the seal's from, but they said deliver this, and it, it does say to hand it to you. Uh, uh, would you like to receive this letter? King Brimplap looks at you, nods very slowly. Nods up and down or side to side? Nods, yes. Okay. Tim's being very certain because he's not going to force anyone to take a letter because that's not his job. So he hands the letter, then he holds the smaller one, takes a couple steps back. I'm ready whenever you're ready. And as soon as you open the letter, you see it is folded in three places. You open it. I have sent you what the letter says. Hey, DM. Wait. All right, um, this says, this is the warrant for the death of King Brimplap. Huh. Okay. The fuck? So, DM. Well, a, a lot of people want me dead, so. So, DM, this is, yes. this is going to take a very, this is actually going to fit in well. Oh. I'm going to go behind Brimplop and use Compel Duel 
to force their guards to attack him so everyone can start attacking everyone else inside the keep in order to defend his his life. I'm, I'm going to start a riot and get him out. <clears throat> okay, first off, King Brimplap is going to look at the letter. Look back at all of you. And he's going to point it to Tim. It's not even signed. But someone wants me dead. And he's going to cross out his <laughs> name. <laughs> right? Return to sender. And then sign his name at the bottom as the contract holder. Hand it back to Tim. No, instead of handing it to him, handing it to Bickle Jr. and say, take care of this for me, would you? So, to, you're handing it to Bickle Jr.? And Bickle Jr. crumples it up and throws it in the garbage. Who, who was that handing us that letter? The witch? Alright, so I open my letter now. And out falls a small bar of platinum. Hmm. However, make a perception check. I doubt this has to do with hearing. Although, when the bar clatters, that is hearing. No? Okay. 17. You notice that this bar of platinum, in fact, begins to seep a sticky oil. You've seen it before. You know this to be the oil of Taggett. Whoever put this hit out meant to take out all witnesses. Oh, and that I pick is up. where we are going to end tonight's game. We will be picking up, however, with rest and recreation for our characters. Let's not forget, everyone, check out Primus Sharp Edge Dice. Get your dice, get your t-shirts, get your hoodies, get your everything. Go to the Real Fresh channel. Get some laughs. Go to Fey Earth, get some adventure. Go to Adventure Earth. Wait, no. Don't do that. That's backwards. Night, everybody. Night. Snyder's Return is a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. We chat with content creators from both mainstream and indie publishers, and we release actual play episodes of systems like our City of Mist game, Meddlers, Monsters and Mabin, and more games coming in the future. We also have a TTRPG review show on YouTube, Fly Like a D6. Come and check us out. You can find us on Twitter, at Return Snyder, Instagram, Snyder's underscore return, you can find us on YouTube at Snyder's Return, Discord, and everywhere you get your podcasts.